Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 267. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Yes, hello. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share it with a friend, and listen to our sports podcast right after this. All right, Andy, we got some good stuff to get into. Uh, we're going to start things off with, uh, you no longer have to wear a mask at the airport or in an airplane. Yes. Isn't that spectacular? I know you fly a whole lot. I mean, yeah, it's meaningless to me. But the last time you were on a plane? 2018. Holy crap. I mean, I fly more than you, but not a lot. I I really want to upgrade. Like, I'm very envious of the people who have like the high-level miles, like airline mile, uh, you know, tier, whatever. Like, uh, think of the movie with, what's it, with George Clooney, like Up in the Sky or something. Where he's like a million mile club traveler, just travels everywhere for work. So you obviously yeah. you always get upgraded, uh, better seats and that stuff. I want that. I'm I'm trying to do it. It doesn't. It's just ridiculous. It's expensive to just United's expensive. It's upsetting, but I love that. Uh, obviously, I don't have anything in the books until November, so a long time away. And uh, I'm also kind of hoping we don't have to do any testing to come home. You don't have to do any tests to go to the United Kingdom. Now we don't have to wear a mask to go there. And uh, that's a long flight. If you think about it, like you're going to be sleeping. And there were like three days ago, if you were taking a long flight, you'd had to wear your mask the whole time. I don't know about you. Do you have to wear it at your work? No. Okay. Like if you have to wear them all day long, like you just have that like hot breath just collecting on your face. It's disgusting. And in the air, like I, I haven't had, the longest flight I've gone is an hour and five minutes, probably. So that's not very long, but it's still very annoying to be wearing your mask that long. Uh, so I'm I'm very pleased with this uh, thing. And I know all the airlines were like, come on, what are we doing here? Let's let's be done with this. So it's awesome. And uh, a lot of people are afraid. And it's like, well, good for you. That sucks. Don't fly. Uh, us people who aren't, we will. And we'll embrace it. Or Wear a mask. No one's telling you you can't. I think you are. No, the government, you know, it's no longer required. You can still do whatever the hell you want. I'm not wearing a mask. I didn't think you were. What do you mean? I don't know. I don't know. No, you like the airline depends on your flight crew. They'll ask you to put it on if you're not wearing it. Um, But that all depends. Like some people were, nah, whatever kind of thing, but. The funniest thing is like they would give everyone snacks and a drink at the same time. So what does that tell you? But very good. And again, I don't know if I'll be flying before then, but we'll see. Flying's expensive right now, Andy. Yeah. Uh, fuel. Is Along with everything. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. So it works. Every like the I checked on Costco. So we booked our hotel through there and uh, it's gone up. 400 bucks from when we we bought it and the room upgrade not even included it's no longer even available the the hotel room uh, that we upgraded to so pretty good and then i looked at how much we we paid with miles to fly there but it was gonna be like three thousand dollars a person to fly there yeah i don't understand how it's that expensive but 
I well, don't know. I'm, I don't fly. I, 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 I'm, no concept of it. I'm throwing the wrong number out. That was for the like the premium economy. The cheapest seats were like twenty two hundred bucks round trip a person. Um, we've upgraded from those cheapest seats, not to the three thousand dollar seats, but the, like the pr- economy plus. It's three to five extra inches, something like that. Every inch counts when you're you know sitting in a seat for five and a half, six and a half, and thirteen hours. So trying to upgrade some more but yeah everything's gone up so that sucks all yeah, right just not even paying attention to airplanes <laughs> <laughs> one day he'll fly he'll go back to chicago again i bet who knows you'll pay tribute to uncle buck okay <laughs> tell us about uh discovery taking over warner so the uh yeah discovery warner brothers merger slash sale uh is official it's officially done so the way that worked is Discovery merged with Warner Brothers, so AT&T wanted to get out of uh, owning them. So now it's it's an independent company, Discovery slash Warner Brothers. But the way the deal worked is Discovery's management basically took over Warner Brothers, which is like, wait, isn't Discovery Channel way smaller? Yeah, um, yes, I don't get how that but, can equate. It seems weird. That's the way the deal worked. Uh, I think Warner brothers took on or AT&T gave a lot of the debt to Warner Brothers I think that's how that worked so that's why Discovery was able to get in there and get that deal um but what it meant is that the Warner Brothers management all resigned and uh the Discovery what? management took over uh the the big corporate positions but the head of Warner Brothers Pictures is still there the head of um HBO is still there Cool. So a lot of those people are still in place. It's just the like the CEO and CFO of the, the main corporation. Cats. Yeah, the people at the very, very top. Um, but they do want to make changes. Uh, one of the things today that came out is that um, there's CNN Plus. You've seen that CNN made their I heard own it was a service. huge bomb. So, yeah, it's been a disaster so far. Like 10,000 plays a day or something. Yeah, it only launched. That's what like our last pod month. gets, by the way, guys. <laughs> it only launched launched like last month. And it sounds like was that a people, pay service? Yeah, but it was really cheap. It's like a two dollar a month thing or something. So it wasn't included with uh, like HBO Max. No. Okay. So it's its I own no thing. Um, also, one of the parts of this is you know the, the head of CNN resigned like three months ago or something for mm-hmm. a sex scandal. So I don't think there's anyone permanent there yet. So it's just kind of like, what are we even doing? Why did we launch this thing? Who wants to watch like Jake Tapper travel shows or whatever they have on there? Um, so that doesn't Watching seem like somebody feed Phil on Netflix. It's a much yeah. better travel show. I'm sure. Uh, I don't, I don't think that's going to be, uh, there that long. And then like in whatever you're making for it, why don't you just put it on your streaming service? You already own. Uh, it seemed like a bad idea in the first place. Um, yeah, I just don't get who's going to pay more for what's already free. Like, yeah. yeah I, I don't need to watch these extra, you know, shows that are only on this news premium service is like you're still delivering news so if that's what you watch you're gonna stick there why would you pay for that yeah so i guess with the service they would have more original programming which cnn has done in the past and some of the stuff i've liked like the anthony bourdain the, well there's that that's they they pretend like he's still alive like everything like but oh wasn't that him. cnn yes it just seems weird yeah it seems like it would have been a discovery show well i think originally it he had shows on other channels first and then CNN yeah. did his last most recent thing. Uh, but you remember they had the, uh, the like the decade shows, the 60s and the 70s. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tom Hanks produced that. 
uh, that kind of stuff they would do, but for the streaming service, which is like, well, why? Um, that stuff was on HBO Max, and they pulled it all off. Uh-huh. And it's like, no, just have it available to people that want to pay money. Like, just have more content for the service people already have. Yeah, um, so exactly. So that's what I think. Yeah, that's what I think is going to happen. They've also said like Discovery has its own streaming service. They're like, no, 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 that's just going to be. Yeah, they all need included. to merge all of this because so, I had a free year of Discovery and I watched like three things on it. Yeah, and like Discovery owns some weird stuff, most mostly trash. Most of um, it is trash. Yeah, like but they have like the Food Network and Food Network, Do It Yourself Network, and then like fifty other like extensions of those that are just like. Yeah what this is a real channel like oh this is just because it's online and it's free like this wasn't an actual channel until this app came out we bought a house and then took a wall down and then rebuilt it and it's cool it's like, okay. you know i hate those shows where um because they're all filmed in like alabama and it's like well their budget is forty seven thousand dollars the house costs 11 and then they're gonna do a remodel and uh we're going to get $50,000. It's like, what the fuck are we to what's minimum wage? there? like six nickels. What the hell is that? It's so disturbing. Yeah. So it's most of that stuff is fake, but um, I don't think it's fake. Why would they fake the prices? The production companies have to then buy the houses and do all that stuff. So it's like what the, the thing where it's like, Oh, we got this young couple who want to do this. It's like, no, not really. It's just, I trust the prices because you can, fact check them on zillow not the exact house yeah. obviously but you can go to the region and oh my god you can buy this house for seventy three thousand dollars and it's four acres it makes no sense like no yeah. one lives there i guess i thought the whole state was full of people it's only california and new york mm-hmm. yeah well some other things uh they want to uh really take a look at dc again so there's dc comics and all the movies that they're making so it's like they got to reboot it like nine times so like what what are, what's really the plan here uh sounds like some mixed messages it's like well marvel does this so can we do that it's like no um so i don't know what that means for the the future of that because uh they made some yeah some statements it's like they're disappointed that uh so the movie you'll be watching soon the, the batman is not in any or any greater dc universe it's just its own movie and they're like, do we really want to do that? It's like, yes, because that movie made money and it was good. So maybe just keep doing that. Um, Why does everything have to be connected, though? Like, you it, can still make <laughs> you can still make 50 movies of the same thing and just have them be their own thing. Batman. There's been 40 million Batmans remade. Yeah. Well, the reason they want to do that is because then they can actually sell you on lesser stuff because um, you're like, well, I got to watch it because it's connected to this thing. But uh, um, I guess I'm works. not the right person to. Yeah, but it's it works on the general public very well. Like I got to hate Marvel, Marvel for thing. that or Avengers because it's too many cooks in the kitchen. Give me one yeah. of those people. Also, don't be fighting some Greek Roman bullshit god from the sky who's going to forage our forest for some coin. It's so okay. weird. Well, then when we talk about the Thor trailer, you're not going to like to hear that uh, Zeus is literally in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Played by Russell Crowe. So. <laughs> well, I like that part. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, we'll have to see how this and goes. If, this... if you if you tell me that Gerard Butler's in that movie, I'll have to see it. <laughs> yeah. Russell Crowe and Gerard Butler? I'd I don't see think it. he's been in any Marvel stuff. I don't think so. He's busy making seems, Greenland too. But it seems like he'd be perfect for something. Um, ah, yeah. I'd be like putting Liam Neeson in there. That's overkill. He's been in superhero movies, obviously. Well, he's been in Batman. Yeah. But that's real. Like, 
that the whole premise is like this: these are real people. They're they know karate, and he has gadgets. It's not look at that laser gun. Liam Neeson was a goddamn Jedi. Okay, <laughs> those are not that's, real people. That's Star Wars. It's a completely different world. Okay. That's uh, the other side of the park. That's in Disneyland. Yeah. That's not California Adventure. But yeah, so Discovery. We'll see how they uh, manage this whole thing. Hopefully, it goes well. Hopefully, HBO still makes good shows. I'm um, sure that's not going to change. I mean, yeah, because I said the, the the head of HBO is still staying the head of like the creative officer or whatever. All that kind of stuff is still staying. So, by the way, yeah. speaking of that, finally, I just finished the Showtime winning time, whatever uh, la- this week's episode. Finally, some basketball. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's six episodes in or however long. And yeah. we're finally seeing them play basketball. So I, I thought it was funny that um, I was like, I wonder what Kareem thinks about this show. And then he literally wrote an essay that put out today. Where he's like, fuck this show. Really? Um, yeah. I didn't see that. He basically said, like, it's okay if you're going to lie about what people did. But if you're going to lie, at least make it good. It's like, Ooh, okay. Because <laughs> yeah, Rick that's, Fox likes it. The the thing that's interesting about it is, like, who, no one looks good in that show. Like, I always didn't like Jerry Buss as a person. But they make him out to be, like, Harvey Weinstein or something like just a real creep. What's funny is his shirts continued to be yes. less and less buttoned. <laughs> and that's the, that's the joke about it. But I think if you're like, if you're Jerry Buss's family, you're like, you're making my dad look out to look like a real, like scumbag, like just really sleazy and everything. So I would understand and Jerry West is a maniac and Magic Johnson's stupid and Kareem's a dickhead. And it's like, yeah, I can understand if any, any of these people were probably didn't like their yeah uh, portrayal, but uh, there's also at the very end of the show, there's like that big warning at the end. Mm-hmm. that's like, this is fake. Fictionalized. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah. I just, I liked this episode because they're playing in Boston against Larry Bird. Yeah, I haven't Bird, seen that one yet. And no. that was the most fun it's been so far. Like, I don't care about every athlete has those guys in his life trying to take advantage of him and sell them on dumb shit that he doesn't need to sign, you know, Magic Johnson could have made $5 billion signing with Nike, but chose to go with Converse. I don't care about that. I, I, I wanted to see the basketball portion, and literally yeah. there's been seven seconds of basketball until today. And yeah, even this really, one wasn't a lot. It really sucks for Magic Johnson because he's like super poor and everything now and has no money. Yeah, obviously. I know. <laughs> Times are tough. <laughs> uh, well, anyways, HBO, hopefully it's still good. And hopefully there's good Warner Brothers movies. Yeah, keep going. So maybe they'll cross over with Bear Grylls. Yeah, exactly. He's going to be in a Marvel movie of <laughs> DC, rather. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe they'll do a crossover with Peacock because uh, they're making a new TED TV show. Yeah, this is not something I expected to be seeing this week, but uh, TED, the uh, the cartoon bear that hangs out with uh, Mark Wahlberg. Remember that from back in the day? Like 10 years ago, right? Um, it's I think it was 2012 or something. I looked it up. Uh, it's coming back as a TV show and Seth MacFarlane is returning, uh, which is strange because this is going to Peacock. I don't know who made, I wonder, did Universal make that original movie? Um, you know, Seth MacFarlane does everything with Fox, it seems like. Um, so Peacock seems like to be a weird place to put the movie. Let me see. Uh, yeah, it was a Universal picture, so that makes sense. They probably held the rights uh, to it, but this is not something I ever expected to come back because um, do you ever see Ted two? No. So I didn't either. Um, I don't I think don't very many people did. did. 
So it didn't seem like that was a fun movie. I liked Ted. I liked the original Ted. Like, that's pretty fun. And it's a good movie for Mark Wahlberg to do because he gets to be just a Boston guy. And that's fun. It's like I didn't need more of it and the world didn't need more of it. So <laughs> it's like I guess they want more of it now. So uh, I felt like Seth MacFarlane is too busy. He's got like 900 shows all the time, but maybe, yeah. maybe not. So, well, when it's cartoons, like you're working one day a week for like four hours. Yeah. And I think he doesn't even do anything really with his shows other than the voices. So it's just like he probably has his own home studio and just like, hey, here's all your lines for the next five years. Exactly. (laughs) Also, I think because it came after the A Million Ways to Die in the West, no one saw because of that. Yeah. And I didn't even see that one because I watched reviews. Yeah. Some of it. And I mean. The idea of it seems funny. It's like, yeah, everything is trying to kill you. Uh, but I don't know. They leaned into it too much. And then, yeah, Sandler just did that better with that Western he did. Never saw that one. <laughs> That's terrible. Still on the, you know, Hubie Halloween bus. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's coming soon, I guess. <laughs> the Peacock Network, which is really, really struggling. It's yeah. not a whole lot there. Nope. Um, but they're trying to make it. So. I had it just for Notting Hill. I might watch Apollo 13 on there and then it's gone. Yeah, it, I mean, it has movies, but it doesn't seem to have like a like a theme or anything. Not many. Like, These and are movies, categorized yeah. pretty poorly. Yeah. Where it's like, OK, like, I mean, they should just be like, we're going to put the entire Universal catalog on there. I'm sure there's think? millions of, of Universal movies over the years. Is Apollo 13 even a Universal movie? Probably. OK, it is, but um, <laughs> It's like, I'm sure it's like, it's like the, that's kind of like, if you think of movies, that's like the biggest movie production company that I think of. Um, I'm sure they're not. Every Jurassic Park should be on there. Um, I think they were at some point, but maybe they like, actually, no one's watching HBO. Well, yeah, we're selling it to HBO because no one's going to watch it on our our thing. But uh, now all all the Ted fans will be there. So, yeah. All right. uh, You want to tell us about Franklin Jello? Fired from the House of Usher. Yeah, Frank Langella. He's, I think he's in his 80s now. He's an older uh, actor. Um, I'd say most most well known as uh, Richard Nixon from that Nixon movie, um, Frost Nixon. He was really great in that. Um, yeah, he's 84 years old. Uh, he is set to star in the latest um, Netflix show for Mike Flanagan, so the uh, the guy behind the Haunting series. Um, and this was going to be another adaptation of of a n- novel. Um, what came out this week that Netflix has fired him from the series. There was uh, some allegations ag- against him, sexual harassment allegations, and they did an investigation and said, "All right, you're guilty, and you're you're out." And they had already filmed half of the show, and so now they have to go back and recast and Pull film everything back <laughs> again. Uh, I like him in Wall Street 2. Okay. He has a line where like a guy killed himself because he lost like a billion dollars for his hedge fund or something. He's like, it was the admirable thing to do. Yeah. Oh, he's and then he good. goes he, and jumps in front of a subway. He's good. He adds a lot of like threat to everything. He's just well, like, he oh, also that, that rode, important. He rode a horse into Madison Square Garden. Okay. I don't when know Whoopi was the coach. Oh my god, I, that's real. Okay, yeah, the movie I Eddie. I just looked it up. You're right. Okay, 
Yeah. I actually liked that movie because it was a basketball movie. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. You have to think whatever he did, like, what are you doing? You're 84 years old. Like, I guess you shouldn't your defense just be like, I'm old. I'm old. <laughs> it's a Seinfeld episode. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that was what uh, Uncle Leo did or something. Something. Yeah. Just yeah. That's the book right. Or something. Right. Yeah. Um. But is he going to do anything ever again if you even call this a cancellation when you're 84 years old? I mean, you know, he looks like Carl Icahn. OK, Did he, he could him? play him. Yeah. Maybe yeah, that's why I, he was I'm in curious to know what he did. I like this actor. Um, but yeah, I haven't not I've not seen a lot of his uh, stuff. Yeah. Now, I think one of the disappointing parts of this is that uh Mike Flanagan seems to respect your wishes and all of his spooky TV shows come out during the fall. It's um, the admirable thing to do. Yeah. And if this is now delayed, it's probably not going to hit its timeline of Halloween time. And it oh, might boy. be coming out in the spring and it's like, you're just going to be automatically out. I don't know. Yeah. That's going to be bad news for them. Yeah. I see uh Willa <laughs> Fitzgerald of uh reacher fame is in this one. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, a rising star there. Mark yeah. Hamill. Huh? Yeah, Mark Hamill. That's what I'm looking for. So pretty interesting. Yeah. So Jedi is going to get haunted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Weird. Um, but yeah, that's not really a headline I was expecting. Like, oh, this 84 year old man. Yeah, that's a bummer resume. because yeah. I mean, he'd be probably pretty good in this. If he rides a cowboy or rides a cowboy, rides a horse and buys a basketball team that's great yeah all right um well uh, here's a guy that you can't cancel he's just made 50 terrible movies out of 51 in his career uh jason momoa is uh, doing a minecraft movie and he must be just gassed about this yeah so last week i mentioned about all the video game movies and they're, they're keep going forward this is another one so this is a very popular game that I, i've never played it's for children um, but Isn't it's that like, a computer game that's really yeah, shitty. It's like interactive Legos. And yeah, it was made to look like really low resolution and everything and blocky. Um, but it's a huge fucking hit. I mean, it's it's been around for like 15 years now and little kids are still playing it all the time. Interesting. Um, so it's, it's kind of a phenomenon. And uh, they've been trying to do this for a while, I guess. I looked into it. So, uh, Rob McElhaney was going to make this movie at some point, but um Never did, and now uh, it's set to be starring Jason Momoa, which I don't know what that really even means. Uh, also going to be directed by Jared Hess, who's best known for Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> uh, Jason Momoa and the guy Very who directed weird. Napoleon Dynamite. That is the, the plan for this uh, big movie here. So, Yeah, I don't think I'm going to see this one. Yeah, but <laughs> the kids... The kids are going to want to see it. I don't understand how it could be a movie. So, you know, they'll have to figure that out. I don't know if Mo is going to be in the writer's room with them, but yeah, hey guys, I, I imagine there's already a script written and they're ready to go forward with this. But first things first, it's got to be underwater and in Hawaii because I'm not leaving my house. Yeah, was well, he going to punch like block people or something? I don't, I don't even know what's going to happen. But I don't honestly know what the game even is. I just, I feel like it's underground. You build blocks, you build structures out of blocks and you dig and stuff like that. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Jason Moe is more of a puncher than a digger in my mind. So, yeah, that's true. 
Yeah. Well, he was also really good at melting gold and dumping it on someone's head. Yeah. He was really, yeah. He was really good at that. It's true. Um, it's pretty cool. But all right. Well, uh, we'll keep you updated on that. Tell us about the Thor trailer. Uh, this is very exciting. Uh, we haven't really had an update on Thor four. So Thor love and thunder. That is the, the name of the movie. Uh, it's supposed to come out this summer. We hadn't had an, an update of, uh, but finally they dropped uh, a trailer here. So I think it's still supposed to come out this summer. Christian uh, Bale's in this. Whoa, that's a big cast. Yeah. Written and directed by Taika Waititi again, who did, he did the third one. So uh, he's coming back and, um, yeah, oh. a lot of, a lot of people in, in this, uh, Christian Bale's playing the bad guy. Russell Crowe is Zeus, but he's wait. Isn't that just Superman's dad, or am I combining? Russell Crowe played books? Superman's dad in that Superman movie, but his name but isn't Zeus in that. No, movie. no. Okay, Zeus is the Greek god. The of Thunder, actual of Greek god. Yeah, so I don't know how they combine Marvel. I mean, Thor is a Norse god, so you can do what they want. But um, also features the Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, so they're heavily featured in the this trailer. Um, that it seems like he's been hanging around with them since the last Avengers movie, and he's now ready to do whatever his next thing is. Uh, Natalie Portman's coming back for this one, uh, but this trailer has a—they they cheat. It uh, features uh, Guns N' Roses' "Sweet Child of Mine," um, so that's really nice. It's a, it's, it's a good song if you haven't heard it before. But I'm familiar. Um, yeah, it looks cool. It looks like it's got a definite um, aesthetic and vibe to it, and. Um, it looks like Thor became a, a fan of the eighties that uh, Chris Pratt's star Lord uh, rubbed off on him and taught him all about the 1980s. That's what it looks like to me. So that uh, could be fun. Um, but yeah, there was no Christian Bale in this uh, trailer. Uh, so we don't know what he looks like. I don't think he's going to be a fully CGI character, but uh, I think he should be tremendous as a, as just an evil bad guy because he uh, can do it. I heard he's gaining 17 yeah. pounds of muscle for this role. Even if it was fully CGI. Like, and it's, yeah, he's you don't not even on it. screen. He wanted his voice to sound stronger. Yeah. yeah. I feel like we haven't had anything from him in a while, right? Yeah, you're right. He took the pandemic off. Like, he deserved it. Yeah, he did his that. His body's going to just yeah. start like shutting down. He can't keep just gaining 75 pounds and then losing 100 and gaining 51 pounds and losing 74. It's got to yeah. just do a number on you. Yeah, so Thor, All Love right. and Thunder. Um, I won't see this as I've never seen a Thor, so, but people will see it. Well, I don't it's, your, it's your loss. These these are fun, or at least There's too much going on. At least me. the last one was a whole lot of fun, and it's the same. Team, I, I'm barely so. able to wrap my head around the Captain America movies I watched. Um, and those are like in the real world, like their government. That's agents. why I can do it. Like I I can't handle, like I don't know. It's. <sighs> I can barely watch the Tim Allen. Uh, what's it? Guardian? No. Galaxy, Galaxy Quest. Quest. <laughs> it's like, that's just enough. Yeah. Tim Allen's still a person. Like, I don't need like, oh, he's a god from the skies and he's well, fighting these yeah, that movie weird was, people, but they actor. all sound Australian. Like, what the hell is going on? It's just mayhem. It's bedlam, Mandy. Yeah. You like stuff on Earth. He does construction with his hammer. Okay, I don't even know where you're getting at there. <laughs> All right, you know what I'm excited for, Andy? And I actually purchased my tickets for it already. Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent finally comes out this week. 
Yes, it does, yeah. Now, if you recall, about exactly one year ago, I was on. we were on this pod, and I was thumbing through it on IMDb, and I was like, holy shit, this thing is saying it's due out this week, last April. And uh, that was a lie. And uh, here we are a year, la- year later, and uh, we're going to see it. Yeah, that's good. It, it looks fun. Everyone says it's uh, good. I mean, it, it premiered already, so. I believe it has like a 74 on Metascore. That's pretty high for Metacritic. Yeah. So. I think it had a perfect score on Rotten Tomatoes, but I don't count that anymore. It's all it's all the data point there, but yeah, whatever you want. So I'm excited. Yeah. I will probably also be seeing The Northman this weekend, too. So Yeah, I don't know what that is. That is uh, Robert Eggers, the uh, the witch in the lighthouse guy, uh, making a Viking movie with Alexander Skarsgård. That's supposed to be like crazy violent and everything. So, yeah, my kind of movie. <laughs> he's getting go. a big, he's getting a big budget this time. He's not making a, a black and white movie with two actors. He's got real people in it, but that should be cool. All right, yeah, that yeah. one has an eighty-two on Metascore, Andy. Yeah, so there, there's movies coming out again, but then I think it like slows down. I don't. I feel like what happens is they all have to work around the Colin Quick movie. Yeah. So like Batman came out and like get the fuck out of the way, let it run, let it run, and then like come April, we're all come back to the theaters. Yeah. And then they got all they have to get all their movies out before the Doctor Strange comes out, and then there'll be nothing. Yep. And it's like that's how it works now because it's like there's so many movies that have come out that. Um, I'll talk about it. I, I watched one, but there's like Sonic that I watched. There's the ambulance movie. There's uh, these two movies this week. There's like a fuck ton of things. And Shane Tatum that goes to a, the jungle movie. It's like there's a lot of movies. People are starting to think you work at that AMC, Andy. Or I'm like one of those weirdos that's pumping up its stock. Yeah. I hate those weirdos, but. I don't know what you're talking about, but. They're they're like GameStop. They had the weirdos trying to pump. Oh, up their the stock. stock price. Yeah, I mean, you just going yeah. to the movie theater won't change the. No, price that, of the I'm stock. I'm taking advantage of them. They're making their stock price go down. Oh, no, no, I think they're still playing the movie. Yeah, but they got every time I go to one of those, they got to pay the studio back for that. So I'm paying twenty five a month, and I'm if I'm going five mm-hmm. times in a month, I just paid. I'm making money. Thirty-three bucks to see this one movie. Yeah, because AMC is expensive. They piss me off. Like, but I mean, that'd be fifty dollars for both of us to go. Yeah, and we haven't been to the theater, and you'd have to want to see like whenever nobody things. came out. I think is the last. Oh no, we saw House of Gucci. Yeah, you have to try to like get a run of things in. But if you don't care about Shani Tatum going to the jungle, yeah, then... <laughs> yeah. All right, well, we're going to get into what we've been watching, but before we do, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head over to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code Tony for 65% off, and that is T-O-N-Y, by the way. Now, uh, this dog leash works through the dog's current collar or harness, so head over to thecliplessleash.com and plug in promo code Tony for 65% off. It is the dog leash you've been waiting for. All right, Andy, how many things do you have? Uh, I've got four. Um, I have three. But I've got two themes here. Oh, Halloween so. and <laughs> uh, scary? So No, but so why don't you go with uh, one of yours, and I'll do my two themes. All right. I watched On Stars, a movie I wanted to watch when it came out, but it was one of those things where it's like, 
and eh, I'll wait for for it to stream. And then I don't think it ever was streaming. And uh, we have stars for a dollar ninety nine a month for four months. Uh, and so I watched from 2015 the recently canceled Will Smith in Concussion. Now this is about how football players die from playing football because their brains get destroyed uh, because we're not Rams uh, or woodpeckers. And uh, who knew? Um, Very interesting. I feel like it could have been a lot heavier, I suppose. I don't know. It was was a kind of movie where it's like it should be one of those things everyone's talking about, but no one really did, I think, at the time. Uh, Has David Morse, who's just wonderful. He also played uh, in John Adams. He played Washington. He's a very. He was in a movie I watched this weekend. So. Oh, there you go. He's a very good actor that no one probably knows his name. He's kind of like um, Sam uh, Rockwell in that regard. Um, he was great in it. And then Albert Brooks was very funny in his little role. Did not know Albert Brooks was in that movie. That's weird. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen this? No. Okay. Then so I think the reason I think the reason why you're saying like why. People like that like the NFL down. Yeah, like the NFL don't want to like be reminded of the realities of it. But the only people that shouldn't want to watch this are football players. Like, what the fuck does the average fan care? Oh, that guy's gonna have brain damage. Yeah, because if you you like the players, feels guilty. People stare at car accidents, hoping to see someone die. Like, develop a connection with the players. You feel guilty. Like, obviously, like like Junior Seau, Charger legend, who ended up killing himself because he couldn't live with the pain like his brain was so messed up like that's well and th- so that's my question to you andy i know those helmets now have that like lip or whatever you want to call it uh, groove where it allows it to kind of flex a little bit more in the front is this has this been addressed is this still a thing that football players have to worry about oh of course yeah yeah because everything they do is just not going to be good enough and and then the players are getting bigger and stronger anyway so like the the force of the impacts are bigger so yeah, they, they're trying to, like, get people to, like, if they get concussions to miss games and stuff like that, so they're not getting multiples. But, I mean, like, yeah, one of the Chargers star players right now, Joey Bosa, has had multiple concussions in his career. And it's like, he should probably actually retire, but he, he wants to play. He wants to win. So um, that is the, the calcul- calculus there is. What do you do? He's got a $120 million contract. Probably wants to play it out. But. It's crazy. Yeah, Um it's an interesting movie. It makes you think it's it's well acted. Um, there's a scene in here where he's just talking to like the NFL doctor. And he's like, tell the truth. Tell the truth. And it's like, oh, I'd love to take that and just that clip and just play it to so many people that just lie all the time. Um, it's good. Yeah. I mean, I'm not the biggest NFL fan. I'll watch the Super Bowl here and there. Um, also, Luke Wilson played Roger Goodell. Figured you'd enjoy that. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's weird. But yeah, I mean, I never played football. I was like, fuck, I don't want to get just uh, destroyed. I was a skinny kid to begin with. I don't I don't need to die because of playing a game. Like, I'll play basketball where it's more like jazz. You you finesse around athletes. You don't run into them. Yeah. Uh, so, and I, I got a concussion to play basketball, by the way, on my birthday. Really? Wow. Um, it was a dumb drill. Coach was mad at us. Uh, but yeah, this yeah. is, it's a good movie. Um, it's also funny. So this is mostly in Steeler city. Uh, Tony Katz, are you listening? And, uh, Pittsburgh? yes, okay. 
Michael Malley, who I'm surprised his name isn't actually Jimmy. Pretty sure that's what his name was in. Uh, what's the that show that he was in? Yeah, that dumb dad and mom show. Yeah, the hell I know what you're. Ta- I know what you're talking about, but I have to look it up. This is gonna kill me. Uh, oh god damn it! Yes, dear. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Hughes. Uh, he gets mad at Will Smith for wanting to do the autopsy because he's a diehard from Pittsburgh. Yeah, and it's like you're cutting open my. He's like my my idol. It's like what the hell is wrong with you? Wouldn't you want to know what happened to your idol to let him to die? Yeah, it's just kind of funny. Well, you want to live in ignorance. Yeah, I guess. Uh, but yeah, it, it's worth watching. It's about two hours, two hours three minutes. So if you have stars. Check it out. Okay. <clears throat> well, uh, my first theme here is uh, Michael Bay. So, Oh, boy. You watched The Rock? I went to the movie theaters to watch his newest film, Ambulance. This is starring uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Yahya Abdul-Mateen. Uh, they play a pair of brothers who rob a bank, and then to get away, they steal an ambulance, and they have to... Go on the run. It's a Just big car chase movie. Sounds like Grand Theft Auto. It is. Um, I'd say light on plot. The plot is kind of not relevant. The, the point is it's Michael Bay doing good action movie stuff. Um, I appreciate how quick the movie started. You would think there's a world where this movie takes 35 minutes setting up the characters and why they're going to rob the bank and all their relationship. This is like basically just starts and like um, he goes to Jake Hall's job He's like, hey, I got a job for you. And he's like, yeah. He's like, you have five minutes to decide. We're robbing this bank. And he's like, oh, okay. And it just happens. It's like, oh, that's great. It's just, you're, you're there like right away. Um, but it is, I'd say this is Michael Bay at his best. He uh, doesn't fall for trying to do too many like dumb jokes that always kind of derail his movies. Um, so it just mo- mostly focuses on the action. Uh, he's playing around with drones like crazy. There's all kinds oh. of just crazy shots of drones flying through tight spaces getting angles of the cars like and it's like pretty incredible to watch um and yeah it's jake Hall just being crazy so a lot of people have compared him to like this is the closest thing to a nicholas cage type performance from uh, oh a very michael, good a michael bay actor that he's just kind of unhinged and this crazy criminal guy um so yeah it's <laughs> The story itself is not important. And at the end of it, I'm like, what was even the point? Was there any supposed to be a message of anything? I don't think he even knew. Michael Bay even knew what he was doing. Uh, But it's just great action. It's just cops going after these guys, sending cars. And, okay, the helicopters are chasing them. And uh, It gets kind of wild in the the third act there. Uh, So just a a lot of fun. A lot of good explosions and cars running into concrete and cars flipping cop cars doing shit it's like i I like this i'm happy Mm. michael bay is doing this it's worthwhile Uh, obviously i I did not care for much of the transformer series and i didn't like his last one the the six underground with ryan reynolds um but that's like that's when michael bay is at his worst is when he's trying to like be funny it's like why are you just just do action movies like you know how to do be trying to recreate the rock every single time yeah and so he even like knows that because this movie references The Rock directly. Oh, That fantastic. there's two cops sitting in a car, and the guy quotes Sean Connery, and the guy's like, what? He's like, it's from, it's from The Rock. What'd he say? And then, and then the other guy's like, 
the rock the actor he's like no the move no the movie and it's like uh and then later on they reference bad boys and it's like it's like all right michael bay knows what he's doing i can live without that one but so, i i want to know what the line was uh it was the one about um uh losers do this winners fuck the prom, prom queen or something because oh. like yeah and it sounds a lot better when Sean Connery says I can't remember. I, and here's the thing. I can't even remember what the quote was. Yeah, I can't remember what the, the quote was. And I, the second thing I watched was The Rock because I, I watched this movie. You were I'm inspired. Like, yeah, I was like, I haven't seen The Rock. And here's here's the thing. And I'm guessing the reason it was on Amazon is not because they were spying on me. Um, I'm guessing it's because the Nicolas Cage movie is coming out this week uh, because mm-hmm. Con Air was also recommended to me on Amazon. But I have Conair po- in my my stuff on Hulu. It always, just, it just pops up like The Rock and Conair. It's like, oh well, they knew The Rock was on my mind, and they put it there for me. But uh, no, well, to quote just, Willie Nelson, "You were always on my yeah. mind." The Rock, yeah, I love that movie. But to, to close up uh, with a ambulance here, um, also something that one of the characters in this is, um, I think his name was Todd. Um, the son from uh, Wedding Crashers. Oh yeah, <laughs> he plays like Penning an FBI. Was a gift, Todd. Yeah, he plays Taking an FBI. Guy. I'm like, that's incredible. This guy, I've seen him pop up in other things before. Yeah, he's in things here and there, but it's like that's incredible. I'll just always remember you for making that painting. So it's a great role. He had crazy yeah. hair. <laughs> Be in my room painting <laughs> homo things. <laughs> and he plays a, a gay guy in this too. So I don't know. He's typecast. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm happy that I feel like it's Michael Bay back. The problem is this movie made like zero dollars. <laughs> Nobody well, was. You didn't help you. <laughs> well, no, it makes money. When I go see a movie, they probably get like thing, six bucks out of that. Uh, they probably get eighty percent of what the ticket price should have been. I don't know, but um, yeah, it's a bad sign. That's like Michael Bay makes a regular non-franchise, just kind of straight action movie, and people are like, no thanks. Is is Jared Leto a vampire in this? No thanks. Then I'm sorry. I don't want to see Jared Leto as a vampire. That's all people want to see these days, I guess. <laughs> or Sonic the Hedgehog. They don't want to see Jake Gyllenhaal uh, driving ambulances, you know. I want to watch that movie. I didn't know about it until I started watching the NBA playoffs. It was a commercial for it. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And, you know, it is Michael Bay, so it's too long. It's like two hours and 20 minutes. It's like this really should be under two. Um, but, you know, you get a lot of good stuff in it, too. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, then I watched uh, The Rock, which I hadn't watched in a while. That's the uh, that's the movie with David Morse in it. He was uh, yeah. the number two man to Ed Harris there. Yeah, stand um, down, soldier. Yeah, I will not stand down. And it's just uh, that's a movie that gets going too. That just it just goes. Um, it's a whirl of fun. Yeah, Ed Harris ter- tells these little girls to get out of here. I do not want to scratch on my Humvee. Yeah, um, of course and- he drives it through a bunch of windows. Well, that's the other thing is, so Michael Bay is great at these car chases. Like he knows where to put the fruit carts and all the kind of like. He blows up a trolley, Andy. <laughs> he knows how to put things in the way of the cars running through the streets uh, and film it. So, um, yeah, some good, you some good what? 360 cams too. The, Remember the, the, uh, the trolley operator? Yeah. I'm, I'd like to see. I wonder what happened to that guy. He, he was great. He, he pretends like he owned the trolley. And think, yeah, God Blair, he's like, I cleaned it every morning. This is my trolley. <laughs> like a small business he was running. <laughs> oh, it's good stuff. I might have to yeah. watch that. Uh, yeah, it is on Amazon along with Conair. Sure. So. Everywhere. 
I mean, I should just take like the week off and just load myself up with my uh, with Nicolas Cage. Well, I want to start just doing kinda, that to get into yeah, you know in the, the mindset spirit. for unbearable weight of massive talent. Yeah. So I don't I don't I don't really do. There's got to be like a top ten out there of just. Well, Snake Eyes is probably yeah. definitely on there. I watched that yeah. in October. Um, I never watched The Weatherman. Did you ever watch that one? I always I wanted to watch that. Um, I think I owned it at one point. Yeah. I don't. I never bought it, but somehow the DVD ended up in my collection. I think it was my sister's, or I think she got it for free when she was working for the newspaper and got like a screener. Yeah. Um, watched it. Is that? No, that's the Family Man with T. Leone, right? Yeah, I like that one. The but that's Weather just, that's just Man. Movie. I remember he gets a, a strawberry shake thrown on him because he was wrong. Some guy wa- yeah. driving by, like you were wrong about the weather, <laughs> Weather Man. Uh, the thing I remember from it is he like walks around with a crossbow because it's like. People are going to attack the weatherman or something. It's like, all right, whatever this yeah, movie is. I haven't seen that in so long. Yeah. All right. What else? Uh, are those are your two right now? Yeah. So you can uh, move right. on here. I watched a documentary on Netflix from this year called Return to Space. This, of course, is about Elon Musk and SpaceX and uh, just kind of follows the company as they're growing and uh, into getting the contract with the United States uh, and NASA and uh, sending men and women into the United States or the international space station rather. And uh, just how amazing we can, you know, companies can be when the government doesn't do it. Well, the government did build the original spaceships. I know. And that was, (laughs) you know, 58, 60 years ago. And then uh, we stopped sending people to space because, when you have an infinite budget, nothing really matters. Like, oh, here's a little, here's another billion dollars. But when you actually do have to make a profit, you trim the fat and you still get the job done. So that's pretty amazing. Uh, the like seeing this thing come back down and land on a pad so they can reuse the rocket is just it's like a mo- like a video game or something. It's crazy. It's Minecraft. Um, it's very impressive. It's it's pretty well done. It's it's fun to watch. You uh you know meet the astronauts. You meet the people behind uh, the launches and all that kind of stuff, and uh, just see where they've you know come from. And I remember when they had some accidents you know, early on uh, in their testing phases, and I think even a a pilot died, uh, and that was almost the end of them. I don't even know if that was addressed in this Netflix doc or not. They've come a long way, and it's it's quite impressive. And hey, he's gonna get people to Mars, Andy, whether you like it or not. Wesley Snipes will be the first one to go. I bet. Why? Why him? Just seems like it would fit. Okay, he's getting up there in age, so. Gotta William get Shatner just went into space. Yeah, I guess that's right. Yeah, we could wait. So, Wesley yeah, Snipes it's on is Netflix. 90, you know. If you want to learn something. No. <laughs> I just watched Michael Bay movies. I don't want to learn anything. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right. What else you got? All right. Well, my uh, next theme here is uh, Japan. So uh, the first thing here I watched is the uh, Oscar winning movie for best foreign film from this year. Drive My Car is a Japanese film. Uh, it is. I about- already watched this. No, it was on my, I wanted to watch it before the Oscars, but I never did. Um, oh. But I watched it now. Um, it's about a, uh, a play director who takes a job directing a play like uh, out of town. 
Um, so he has to stay. He stays in a house, but it's an hour away from the job. And he does that purposely because he likes to drive to work, take an hour drive. And that's how he like learns his lines because he usually acts in his uh, plays as well. But uh, this time the company that hired him said, no, we don't allow uh, our people to drive themselves. It's too much liability. So we hire a driver for you. Uh, so a young woman is hired to drive his car to uh, this play. So that's where that name comes say, from. Baby, you could drive my car. Yes. So um, I did read they did want to put the Beatles song in this, but they could. But it was a lot of money, and they're like, no, <laughs> no thanks. So um, it settled for ninety yeah. percent of it. Yeah. But uh, the drama comes from uh, that the uh, the guy here, the main character, his wife uh, died, so he's. Uh, a widow you you say that i think or widower i think is that what you say for a a man um i don't know yeah um so it's just a very let's say basic drama there's nothing crazy happening there's no uh space aliens it's just human people and discussions and a lot of one-on-ones and um this movie's three hours long it includes a 40 minute prologue so that the title of the movie doesn't come out until 40 minutes. That seems um, pretty interesting. Yet I think the 40-minute prologue is the best part of it. It's very interesting. It's, it's his life with his wife, and then she dies, and then the movie starts. It's um, like the beginning of Up. Yeah, but 40 minutes long. Terrible. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just very interesting because it's Japan, and it's different, and I like that part of it. I like seeing Japan. Japan always looks beautiful. And it's like, oh, they're yeah, just You don't need to fly us. anywhere, Andy. You just yeah. take it in on your big screen. They, they just seem better than us. They're, they're weirder in a lot of ways. Um, there was an interesting thing, part of this movie where the, his his plays are multilingual and that the actors bring in their own language and speak their own language. Um, so they have so like the, a Czech guy talking yeah. to a so the actors Norway guy they know Norwegian their lines guy. and they know what the other person is supposed to be saying but they're supposed to read off the person's emotion rather than their their words so who the hell is this play for um they did they do translate it when they show the play but when you're watching the movie so it's so it's interesting because I'm watching this movie it's a Japanese language movie it's in subtitles but there are scenes where people are speaking Korean and it, you're not supposed to understand because they're speaking Korean and then there's someone else is translating it and you just get lost. I'm like, how do I know that's Korean? Because how do I know the difference between Korean and Japanese? I don't. Uh, then this person's speaking Mandarin and it's like, well, this is confusing. <laughs> and then, then someone's doing sign language and it has to be translated in its Korean sign language. And I'm like, well, this is insane because it's you're adding a ne- another layer for me as a English speaker watching a Japanese movie. Um, but there are some really nice moments and it's like he goes to dinner with the producer and it's just like just a really nice scene and it's like you could get good stuff out of this even though you are not japanese yourself there's a universal emotions that we all feel and that's what it's about so it's just a that kind of movie i Um, saw parasite yeah parasite's wackier (laughs) this is very straightforward okay um there's no goofiness in this just, you're driving a car and you see Japan. You see the ocean. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. All right. Um, but yeah, but then the reason I said it's a theme of Japan is I also watched uh, the new HBO series Tokyo Vice. So, Oh, you've been waiting um, for this. Yeah, I watched four episodes. There's been five released so far. Um, with these HBO Max shows, they, they have a short release schedule. 
So they usually they usually do two at once at least. Uh, this time it was like weird. They did three on the first day, and then two every week after that. So uh, it'll be all out. I think by the end of the next week. Um, I I like it so far. It's not exactly what I thought it was. I said it was Michael Mann doing it, and it's a crime Japanese crime thing. But it's uh, more about the character. So it's about a um, a man from America, from Missouri, who goes to Japan to uh, work for the newspaper there. So he learns learns Japanese, he learns how to write, and he's like the first foreigner to ever actually work at this this big Japanese newspaper. And then he starts drifting cars. Yeah, nothing like that, no. Um, oh. But he is looking into the Yakuza and the ways there, and Japan is, has very weird traditions. The way they do things, they're, they're kind of strange. Um, so it's cool to see, like, through his viewpoint... He's actually been in Japan for multiple years at this point, so he knows all the customs and the culture, but he's still learning how things really happen in Japan with the Yakuza and how they're they're basically kind of like, they don't own the police, but they're basically sh- sanctioned in a way um, to do what they, they do because they take care of their own stuff. Uh, they don't usually kill people, so they're just like, yeah, you guys do what you do. It's like um, Disneyland in Florida. <laughs> okay, yeah. That their own uh, autonomous... Uh, region but um it's cool to see japan and uh there's a series of video games called yakuza that i like and it's very weird and silly and there's all the weird stuff that you can do and this show basically validates that all this stuff is real uh, like batting cages and all the the bars are all the same um, there's these weird nightclubs that's really creepy where it's just I don't think they have like strip clubs because that's like immoral but they have it where like the women come and sit next to you and talk to you that's basically the equivalent of a strip club in Japan. Uh, so that's a thing in these video games, and that's a thing in this show. Uh, that's one of the characters here is someone who works at one of these clubs. Um, so it's a cool look at Japan, and it's it also takes place in the late 90s, so I don't know how accurate or, or inaccurate it is to what Japan was like then. But uh, Japan is a cool setting, even if I don't think I'd want to live there because they have weird traditions. And I also hate sitting on the floor. That's just fucking weird. Yeah. I don't understand how they live like that. They literally eat dinner while sitting on the floor. Terrible for you. You guys are insane. Posture. Um, but that's the way to do it. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that's it's also Tokyo is different. That city is so massive and dense and everything. It's like they don't even, they don't even drive the cars on the street because it's just all for people walking and riding bikes and stuff. Um, yeah, but I think it's pretty cool. I think it's... Um, not a huge mystery right now, but there's there's some little things out there, so uh, I right. like it. I don't know if I'll get into it, but maybe. Got a lot of stuff, you know, in front of it on my list, but we'll see. Okay. You ready for mine? My last one? Yeah. I watched another one from Netflix from 2022, The Weekend Away. And this is about a girl meeting up with an old girlfriend of hers in uh, Croatia. Uh, as uh, her friend is recently coming out of a bad breakup kind of thing, so the you know girls are getting together, and uh, quickly uh, escalates. Uh, the girl Leeton Meester wakes up in the morning trying to you know remember what all happened, and her friend is gone, and uh, you know, kind of taken situation, uh, I suppose. She's trying to piece together what all had happened, and uh, it's a classic whodunit. You're not sure 
when you think you know uh, kind of early in the movie, uh, let's just say you might not know everything. And uh, it's entertaining through and through. Um, I don't know. It's fun. It's Croatia. It's only an hour and a half, too, which is good. Um, it's a hangover type. It's yes. Whole, it's like a whole genre of movie. <laughs> a darker twist, I suppose, and not exactly okay. funny. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, and it's like, oh, you know what? Croatia is like a less expensive Italy, but because it's close to Albania and those kinds of places that Taken made you afraid mm-hmm, of. Yeah. Um, so it's just like, well, shit, I don't, I don't know about if I'd ever go there. Uh, neat looking place. I think Game of Thrones had a lot of, uh, you know, village scenes uh, shot in Croatia. Um, but it's fun. You know, like you were talking about how you could travel to Japan via movie, a TV show, you could yeah. travel to Croatia. There's a lot of, I'm sure, pretty big sites that they go to. Um, so it, it's exactly what it needs to be. Uh, it's not amazing. It's not bad. It's a good movie. Um, the Weekend Away. Is it part of that uh, Netflix short movie category that they... I have no idea. I don't even know how we... It just yeah. popped up, probably. People watching kind of a thing. All right. Anything else to add? Uh, no, that was that was a good one. Yeah, we're right. Uh, just shy of an hour. Well, you've been listening to episode two hundred and sixty-seven of the Tony Steak Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me we have Off Road Andy. Yes, thank you. I'll see you later.